You ready? I believe so. Perfect. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Melvin Johnson. Welcome to episode seven of Processing the Process. Lucky number seven. Absolutely. Number seven. <laughs> you hear number seven. So I have an exciting guest again for you to uh, absorb some of her processes, things that she did to become a success, people that we may have seen in TV or in print and magazines and so on and so forth. But without letting the cat out of the bag too much, I want you to introduce yourself. So please introduce yourself to everyone. I am Shakisha Johnson. I was born in Asheville, Tennessee, moved to Houston in the middle of the third grade. And I've been working as a model the last ooh, 12 years in wow. New York. In New York modeling. So modeling. let's not be modest. I want you to kind of dig in and give us your, <laughs> like, I really want you to brag. To be quite honest, I, I want like you to bragger, exactly. you know, I like to let my work brag for me. It's perfect. I, I agree with you. And I think that's very healthy. However, in this context, I want to give people a backstory to know exactly what you have accomplished in that short amount of time and really just be honest and transparent. So if you can give us maybe some of the people that you work with, some of the shows you've been involved with. What have you done in that short amount of time thus far? Because I know it's a long list of names. <laughs> that you're probably going to forget some people. But Oh, no. OK. So, do you want me to start from the beginning? Like from the beginning, how I got like, it like, started? like I'm pretty sure the first one that I can recall was Academy. Academy, and yes. I know some things that you have now was your first print ad, but you know, just just so people know who you are and that you really are tenured in this industry, in this modeling industry, I just want you to give them like some of the clientele that you work with, some work that you've done, just to give context about who you are and the success that you've have already reached. So, yes, like you said, my first print job was Academy. Uh -huh. I did that actually here in Houston when I was still in high school. So, I didn't even tell my whole story. I got to start from the we beginning gonna, to get to. We're going to get to the whole story. But, okay. Go ahead. Get to, your, get to the beginning. So, we're going to start to the beginning. Okay, look. <laughs> I've done, like, 17 Magazine, Glamour, Cosmo, Essence, Ebony, Jet, Teen Vogue, like, Pretty much every every print publication out there for girls, yeah. <laughs> mostly. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been on all those. I've done TV shows, um, Project Runway. I've done uh, like um, I've done model on different TV shows um, like Law and Order. Yeah, I've shot Nike campaigns. I've shot commercials for Coles and. Um, Palmer's Cocoa Butter, that was really my first uh, national um, ad that went all over, national and international, because they played in other countries also. Okay. And, uh, you so know. So this has been a lot. Obviously, the bottom of the moral of this story, uh, <laughs> you have, you've, you've done a lot. You've been in a lot of print done a lot. ads. You've been commercials, television shows, television competition shows. Yes. Uh, the list goes on. But, like you said, I do want you to tell your whole story and kind of give us the backstory. I know you said you were born in Nashville, moved to Houston. Kind of give us that upbringing, only child, multiple siblings. Give us a little bit more about that context of your backstory. Okay. So my mother was, she's from Houston. Um, my dad is from, well, he grew up in California. So they met in college. Okay. Had me when my mom was in medical school in Nashville. So that's how I ended up in Nashville. She was um, in the middle of medical school, got pregnant, and her and my dad, they got married, lived together. That marriage did not last very long, unfortunately, Understood. fortunately, yeah. <laughs> for the best. But um, they broke up, and I ended up moving to Houston in the middle of the third grade. Okay. So um, my mom ended up coming 
um, like fourth grade, but I did grow up as the only child, even though my father has another son, he grew up in California. So we didn't really see each other except like holidays and summertime, summertime sometimes, yeah. spring break, some, when we were both in Nashville visiting my dad. Because okay. he lived in Nashville until I was um, done with college. Okay. So anyway, came to Houston and I started playing sports. So really like my whole life is kind of shaped around playing sports. Okay. I and think what sport was your basketball? What was it? I started off running track, like okay. summer track. Uh, cross country and then when I got to middle school I did um, basketball cross country track mm -hmm. and then in high school I was excelling in basketball like ranked in the city um, for basketball okay and I started receiving a lot of scholarship opportunities um, but that's later on so playing sports like definitely made me like a very competitive person made me want to like go out drive, you know, get it you know yeah very competitive, yeah. That's me. I want to win at everything. Uh -huh. Every single thing. Like, even if it's Monopoly. Like, Gotta I will win. almost cheat <laughs> to win. Like, I have to win. Yeah. So, um, Top Model started coming on around, like, the end of high school. This was, like, Tyra Banks, Top Model, if I recall. This yeah. was UPNWB back when it was on, it if did. I recall, right? And I okay. didn't really watch it at first. Uh -huh. But my teacher, who grew up with my mother... She worked at my high school. She was like, you need to go to my agency. And I'm like, agency? What is that? You know? She was like, no, I think that you have a look to model, and I want you to visit my agency here in Houston. So, you know, I kind of was like, modeling me? I want to play basketball. <laughs> you know, I want to okay, play so sports. Okay, so this was high school, and modeling wasn't on your radar. You modeling wasn't... Modeling was never a dream of mine. Never? No, okay. Never. I never looked in a magazine and was like, I want to be that girl. But I would look in magazines and, like, I could do that, you know, or I could do this. Cause yeah. I thought I could do everything. <laughs> and you were competitive. Very. So she told me to go visit her agency here in Houston. I did that. You had to pay like $1,500 <laughs> just to... to get with the agency here in Houston. Okay. And that was for like classes. So they taught you how to do makeup and walk on the runway and how to speak in interviews. So and that was your like introduction that. to the modeling world and getting a better understanding of everything that modeling had to offer in the right way to, um, I guess, walk and smile. And, right. And, okay. <laughs> that's what it was supposed to be. Okay. I guess that's what it was. But it did help me because I had never put on makeup before. My grandma took me to the store. I was 16. She bought me to the clinic counter in the mall, mm -hmm. bought everything for me to, you know, go to the <laughs> class. So then, you know, I'm putting on makeup and taking pictures and everybody's like, you're so great. And I'm feeling it and I'm loving it. So I'm like, yeah. dang. Modeling is kind of fun, even though I was strictly like basketball. Well, I was really track, but my dad is like, no, you got to play basketball. But I'll come to that later. So I started modeling here in Houston. I would do um, academy and like local runway shows. And, it, you know, it was like an introduction, but it wasn't really like anything like super big. Okay. So I ended up getting a basketball scholarship to play in Arkansas Pine Bluff. So there's really no fashion in Arkansas. <laughs> like really all we had was Walmart. Wow. And you know, I don't know if you know, but um, Walmart is where the home base for, for yeah. I mean, Arkansas, Arkansas is the home, is base, the home for base for yep. Walmart. So really Walmart was really all that was in Pine Bluff. So I played basketball and then I started watching Top Model, right? So I sent in a tape. Right. Like just like you I did an audition dorm, tape. You did an audition tape. I did in my dorm. I was showing pictures on my dorm room wall, and they called me. Really? They're like, "Hey, we want you to come down and audition." And I'm like, 
really? And she's like, yeah, we think you got what it takes. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go. So I went to the audition, okay. of course, and they did pick me. <laughs> but that didn't stop me. You know, I still was, like, taking little pictures with photographers at um, in college. Okay. Uh, still playing basketball. I played. Was this, did this start to become a passion or it just was, okay, people are calling me back. I think I have something here. Let me continue it. Or was it still a hobby at this point? It was still a hobby at this point, but also I had already started getting checks for this. Okay, so you started to see some income. Yes, around in while Houston. you were in college. No, not in college. Not in, college. In, okay. in college, I was doing stuff for free, okay. <laughs> just taking pictures, putting them on Facebook, yeah. and <laughs> things like that, because okay. we didn't have Instagram then. But yeah, so it was just still kind of hobby, fun, but basketball. Like I'm playing basketball, you know, all four years. I was MVP. My senior year, freshman year, I was like newcomer of the year, like sophomore year, defensive player of the year. I was ranked in like block shots and the whole swag. And, you know, so like that was all. And then my dad was like, basketball, you know, you playing basketball. (laughs) I actually had more track scholarship offers and I was going to go to U of H and play a run track. But my dad is like, no, you're going to play basketball. Wow. So it was all basketball. So was it ever a goal to be in the WNBA at this time? That's what I wanted so to do. So that was the goal. <laughs> that the was goal the goal. was WNBA. Yes, like I thought I was cute taking pictures and all that, but I still wanted to go to the WNBA. Okay, okay. You know, my mom, when I was little, we had season tickets to all the like Comets games. So I was and this all was when the Comets was. Back like, to back to back. <laughs> we was yeah, in there. We was winning everything. Yeah. So, you know, my favorite player was Cheryl Swoops. I'm like, I want to be her when I grow up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> Cheryl Swoops. I even wanted to be number 22. But they only had like 21 or 20, oh, so like numbers all over. around. Even in college, I wanted to be 22. I ended up with 20. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so now I'm modeling a little bit in Arkansas and still playing basketball. My mom runs into another one of her friends because, you know, my friend, her friend in high school is the one that sent me to her agency here in Houston. Mm-hmm. So now she runs into her, one of her friends and she's a photographer in L.A., her name is Cindin Collier, okay. and she was shooting like covers of Marie Claire, like she was shooting big things in LA. So my so this mom is a was bigger like, photographer. Like, would this be considered at this time probably the biggest photographer at this point that I've worked with? Yes. Uh, okay, up until this point, and this is are we still in college or just coming out of college? I'm still in college. I'm okay. like my junior year now in college. Okay. So my mom runs into one of her friends that is shooting a lot of stuff in L.A. And she's like, oh, my daughter models. And the lady's like, ah, yeah, whatever. Everybody mom says that. Or, you know, she's like, let me see some pictures. So then my mom shows her pictures from, like, stuff I did in Houston and stuff I was doing a little bit in Arkansas. And she was like, you know, she kind of has potential. You know, if she ever wants to come to L.A., I'll shoot her. So I'm like, I hear that. I get on the computer. I'm, like, booking flights to L.A. for spring break. Okay. So spring break, I go of my junior year. Okay, I go to LA, shoot with her. She shoot uh, shops my photos around to agencies in LA, and they're like, you know, we'll sign her. So I'm like, okay. So this starts to take off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so there's some interest here, but I'm still in school. You know, I, I want to finish get my degree. Mm-hmm. More than anything, my dad wanted me to finish. <laughs> Sound like he had. At least that post was on like, hey, if you're going to do this, at least you're going to do is finish college. Finish college, right. right. So I did end up finishing college, and I uh, got a degree in computer science um, with a minor in information systems. So I'm really like a nerd on the low, but we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) A secret. Nobody has to know that. (laughs) Yes. So I walked across the stage, but now 
one of my friends that I would model with in Arkansas, mm-hmm. she moved to New York maybe like two years before this to model. Okay. So she already had an apartment and everything in New York, and I'm like, okay, I'm almost done with school, done with um, college at this point. Um, I have a few months left. I made a list of all the agencies that I wanted to go to, the top ten agencies in New York at that, okay. <laughs> and I took my pictures, made my little book, printed everything that I saw on top model that I needed uh-huh. <laughs> to go to these agencies. Yeah. And I stayed with her for a week between final and graduation, and the first agency told me no. The second agency was like, maybe yes, take our card, you know, if you come to New York, maybe call us. And the third agency I went to, they were like, don't go anywhere else. We want to sign you. Here's the contract. When you're ready to move here, come back. So So this was, so just to get a better understanding, which sounds fantastic that you one had a goal and you had a plan to execute that goal. So you had your legit top 10 list. Like you started at the top of the number one agency you wanted to go to and just went down the line and just shopped yourself around. I did. Nice. So third one, they didn't want you to walk out the building. They were ready for you to sign they right there and there. Sign right here. And when you move here, we're going to put you to work. Wow. So, so that was you fast track. Now you're a model at this point. Is that well, what you I'm, say? Well, at this point I go back home. Okay. Well, I go back to Arkansas, graduate. graduate. Then I actually come back to Houston. Okay. Um, I graduated in December. I came back here, got a job. I worked at Papacitos. Papacitos. Which one? <laughs> 106. 106 in Houston. Okay. 16 in Houston. I worked there from December to April. And what was the thought process behind that? Were you just trying to get as much money as possible as to set up as, in New York? Yes, because okay. I already knew I was going to New York at this point. When they gave me that contract, I was like, uh, I have a job when I graduate college. It might not be in my field, but I have a job. Perfect. So I work four months hard, save every dollar that I have, <laughs> every dollar. And I buy one way ticket and I move to New York. So I stayed with the same girl. I stayed with her for a couple of months, but she lived like so deep in Jersey. It took uh-huh. me like an hour and a half to really? get to the city for all my auditions and everything. So I'm like, you know, um, I haven't been in New York maybe less than a month and I book a Nike campaign Wow! with Terry Richardson also. So he's like a, a really big photographer in New York. <clears throat> and then I'm shooting Essence Magazine um, probably a month after that. Oh, so you really went to work. That's the thing. Because, you know, watching on TV or you hearing other people's story, because even some of my friends that had been there for years, like they weren't working. They hadn't gotten signed by agency yet. So so let's let's break this down, because obviously this show is processing the process and we kind of want to break it down. I know that we're, we're t- sharing your story and it may come across as easy as, you know, I had my pictures. I had my headshots. I Yes, you did the work and went to go shop around and try to work with the best agency that you felt was right for you. But. In that time, for you to be there within a month, two months to start booking gigs right away, what did you do in that time? Because I want to say that it sounds easy as you just going to auditions and picking you, but is there something that you did that was unusual or something that you did that was a part of your process? You know, if I do this, if I present myself in this way, if I talk to this individual, like what did you do differently that some of the other girls didn't? I think that, um, and I'm a very like shy person also, 
I seem to turn on when the camera comes on, <laughs> but it's not really me, you know? So I think that a lot of, even today, like a lot of my clients, they just love my personality. Okay. <laughs> they just love being around me. So I think that gets you, you know, in the door a little bit more and helps you once, once they see that, like, oh, she's fun to be around. She'll make the shoot fun and easy. Then that helps out. So a that was bit. important in that field is being personable and having a personality as opposed to just a picture or a photo and let that speak for itself. You wanted people to understand Shakisha. You wanted people to understand who you were and show your personality that you were fun to work with, as you say, right? Right. Okay. So even though pictures do speak a lot of words, it's still, you have to put the emotion behind it. Understood. So I can't just sit there and smile. Like it has to, you have to feel it also because you're trying to sell the product. I've, yes. That's why they're hiring you. <laughs> right. I, so, um, and it wasn't easy. You know, I did come to New York and book those two jobs, but I didn't work after that for months. Wow. <laughs> I didn't book another job for months after that. Months. months as in like two or three months, or were you talking like a six month drop? Uh, probably were... like six, seven wow. months. Yeah. So what'd you do in that time? So another thing is, um, and this can go back also into the beginning of my story. I have always had like a super like hustle mentality. Mm -hmm. um, middle school, high school, I was selling CDs. <laughs> My mom hit the lottery like on a scratch off and won like $800 and bought me a computer. And wow. nobody really had a computer in my um, high school at this time. I went okay. to school, you know, kind of in the hood. <laughs> and I had a CD burner, so I would like make CDs and sell them for like $5 oh, so to everyone. So you were doing whatever you could to I'm make doing money. Whatever. It was an entrepreneur even, you needed to make money. Yeah, you know, that, and that's kind of always been in me. I always was like the top seller of the candy in school. I won like so many TVs and stereos <laughs> and... I sold candy, I sold CDs, and actually that's how I paid for modeling school because it was like $1,500 mm -hmm. and my mom was like, I can't pay for that. I had, I just found actually a book when I was cleaning up my mom's house while I was taking donations from people in my school for really? modeling. Yes. Wow. So you were your own GoFundMe before GoFundMe. I was. <laughs> Crowdsourcing in high school. Crowdsourcing, exactly. Selling CDs, begging people for money. But, you know, I ended up getting the money and going through it. So, <clears throat> actually, before I moved to New York, I had already found a job. I was on the internet looking for a job. So, um, Amber Crombie, they hire models to, like, stand in the store and greet people. But okay. they actually hire <clears throat> the uh, agents, I mean, the models, sorry, the Amber Crombie on Fifth Avenue, they only hire, like, professional models. So, they have uh, in their system where if you have a casting or a photo shoot, you just tell them and they'll let you off. Good. So it was easy being in the modeling world, working for a company that understood how modeling works and auditions and right. the time you needed to go to make the auditions. So that was good for you in the meantime, in between time, so to speak, right? It was good for me. Um, it was $9 an hour. <laughs> Not much money in New York. It wasn't, but you know, it held me down until I got fired. Wow. <laughs> that was the first job I ever got fired for. I and mean, I've been working, like I started getting jobs at 16. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, they were like, you don't seem like you want to be here. And I'm like, do you want to be here? Because <laughs> you know, we're usually really standing in one spot, dancing to the same songs you hear. The whole hear, time trying to... Greeting people, gotcha. you know. So I ended up getting fired. But then that's when I discovered that there was promotional modeling. Okay. So, so let's talk about that. Promotional modeling is when you say, for example, you're in a store passing out samples of a new product that's mm -hmm. out. But you get people to come and test the product. Yep. So I was out there passing out lipsticks during fashion week, like all that. And it paid $25 an hour. So oh, wow. while so, I was getting 
standing there, I'm a problem for six, seven hours. I was getting the same amount, working two hours, gotcha. doing nothing. So between then, I would do promotional modeling. So then my top 10 agency, now I've been with them for two or three years at this point. Okay. They dropped me. Wow. So they dropped you at this point. They dropped me. And at this point was, how many gigs have you had done? Maybe a handful? Probably like Less eight. than 10? Eight. Okay. Less than 10. <laughs> they dropped you. They dropped me. Obviously because they a... were um, on me about my weight at the time, okay. you know, and I was way skinnier than, than I am now. But that was also the industry at the time. Like, they wanted, like, stick skinny models. Understood. And they were trying to get me to lose weight and do all this stuff that I really didn't do. Okay. And they said I wasn't booking enough jobs, so they dropped me. So okay. now I'm like, I even though I've saved up a lot of money at this point, well, not a lot of money, but enough money for me to live without. To support yourself. You had a runway, sort of speaking, to you. Picked up your next gig, right. your next job. But then, I don't know, I guess I kind of got a little, like, depressed or discouraged a little bit. Because okay. I'm like, now I'm here with no agency, so now I'm just passing out stuff and smiling. and Doing a promotion. Yeah, but thing. I'm not really doing what I want to do. I want to be on the runway. I want to be on TV. Yeah. So, I kind of got discouraged, and, you know, I was like, I'm not fat. But then I would just be eating more. I even gained, like, more weight, you know. And I started traveling and, like, partying. And this yeah. is still, you know, I'm still young at this time, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, forget modeling at this point. But then um, I, I was, after about six months, I was like, okay, no, let me get my life back okay, together. So let me get got back. back to center. And let me focus. <laughs> and I went to another agency. And when I walked in the door, they were like, Shakisha. I'm like, you know me? They're like, yeah, you did that Nike campaign. Oh, wow. So like, you have made a name for yourself, at least in this industry this agency that you walked into. Yeah, and I'm like, like who knew? knew? Like, I'm like surprised that they yeah. knew who I was. And he's like, yeah, oh, we're gonna sign you right then. So then now I'm working a lot more now. <clears throat> still just doing jobs here and there. I still was doing promotional modeling on the side, but now I'm booking like way more jobs. <clears throat> okay, so, so back into it, now you're booking more jobs, getting more, getting more clientele, I'm right. assuming. And just working. So that's when I booked the uh, Palmer's Cocoa Butter, which was really my first big job, my first um, international commercial. Okay. The first time I'm speaking on TV, the first time people are calling me like, hey, I just saw you on a commercial. Oh, so this is when the mom's proud. Yes. Dad is like, well, oh. My mom's been proud. She got all the <laughs> magazines, everything proud, in her I mean, truck This is still. like when you're TV, like yeah. friends, family, people are calling, right. hey, I saw your commercial. Like this is now it's like, okay, she is. I guess in other people's mind, oh, she really is a model. Yeah, now That's you're seeing kinda, it. Because, gotcha. I mean, every month it's in Essence magazine. So, mm -hmm. like, and this is when people are still, because this is like the mid-2000s, well, 2010s. Okay. So, people still read magazines and all this. Yeah. So, now I'm working a lot more. I ended up getting two agencies at that time. So, I had one more fashion and one more commercial print. So, I'm, like, just working, 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 working. So, things picked up for you. Things picked up, and I, they haven't slowed down since. Actually, they've gotten a lot better because of social media. Oh, that's a blessing. The internet that's has really changed my job. And, like, while well, I thought I would only be there five, six years, now I'm still there working actually more now than I worked then. What do you contribute that to? The or internet. Your, just, the, just the, like, the internet. But we say the internet, and, yes, 100%, I agree with you that social media – internet can take off and put you into a, a different direction and give you more exposure. But have you been utilizing the internet differently than most people have that's in your field? Like, are you doing something different that they're not doing? See, 
I'm not even talking about my personal social media or anything. I'm saying companies now, okay. <clears throat> they're, they would put millions of dollars to be on TV uh -huh. or in a magazine. But now gotcha. they okay. can put a couple thousand dollars, shoot it for their social media, shoot it for Instagram ads, Facebook ads, and all that. And that stuff has to constantly that be updated. So there's a lot more work, work now. Because yes. they need to fill the pipeline of all right. the social outlets. Okay, that makes sense. So now I'm shooting all the time. <laughs> like, That's good. I'm, uh, somebody's like, oh, you're on my Snapchat story. Like, oh, I just saw you on Pinterest. Like, I get those emails, like, all the time because yeah. there's always, and that stuff is always there. Yep. You know, so That's it's really, like, the tech boom. I, like, love it. Like, I've been a techie since I was really little. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's, like, it's transitioned and helped me in the modeling field now because there's so much more work now. And they, you don't have to be super skinny for that anymore. Like, they want regular-looking people. How do you feel about that? I mean, I'm, I wanted to really talk a lot about a lot of things, and you, you gave us a lot of information, but how do you feel now where the industry is that weight? I mean, just that alone, from what I know from a distance, it's always, like you said, skinny. You have to be a certain amount of pounds. You have to look a certain way. You have to be tall was... or all that. But now it's just really changed a lot because they um, have switched the industry from being, like, exclusive, like high cheekbones, 5'10", 100 mm -hmm. pounds, to being more inclusive now. You know, you see people with disabilities now. You see people of all shapes, sizes. sizes. Yep. Yeah. And actually the plus-size industry is, like, billion dollar industry like they put so much money into that there's so many jobs for plus size models now it's like my agency is kind of like if you want to gain a little bit more weight you know really? wow that is totally, do totally different <laughs> totally different where you first got let go yes. from, from from gaining what could have been three pounds but looks like whatever it looks like on the camera to now it's like hey if you want to don't oh, be afraid don't we have work for you for thanksgiving still. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay <laughs> wow so so you know in your process and being where you are and, and, and being tenured in the industry and, and doing amazing things. And obviously I want to get to some of the other stuff that you're doing um, to build your brand and your personal brand. But, you know, has that been a difficult process from where you were to where you are now? Do you feel like it's been, how do you feel about your process? Has it been something that you look back on like, wow, I can't believe I had to walk from here to here in the snow. I did all like, what oh, was, what was some things day. that you did that, you felt was normal to you, but most people just didn't do it. Oh, I would be in the gym all day, every day, seven hours a day, twice a day sometimes, trying to, you know, keep fit. And that was like earlier on. Okay. But, you know, um, when you was asking me what set me apart also, I would research the client before I would go into the audition. So really? I would Google, see what kind of look they usually go for, try to dress the part, or give them what they want. If I see all their ads are like smiling, happy, I'm gonna go in there super smiling, happy. So I think that also helped me to like book a lot of jobs because really I would just felt like I was prepared when I go in there. So I, I don't that know, I, I do that with like everything. I always, I'm the researcher too. I have to Google every single thing. Before you commit. And, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, now that you say it, it sounds like everyone should do it, but obviously I don't think everyone would do that to research the client that they're going for and say, hey, this is what you've been looking for or right. I have something to add that's a little bit different than what you've been doing in the past. Interesting. So how was it in the in the audition process? 
Like, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of women that maybe look like you or look different. Like, what is that process like? Is is it the same thing? Like, you just kind of in your own zone and focus on things that you researched, make sure your personality came across on, on tape and on camera? Like, what was that process? Was anything different in that particular? Well, each audition is kind of different, but they're the same at the end of the day. Um, you walk in... Sometimes there are 50 girls waiting, mm-hmm. so you're, like, looking at people, other people looking at you, and you're like, yeah. oh, I've seen her here, or, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people are talking, some people are in the corner, like, mugging. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Does that make a difference? I mean, you've obviously you've been in that world long enough. Do you think that the individuals that are picking these, these girls and these looks for their campaign, do you think that they – look at that and see, okay, what girl was talking to who, who standoffish, does that matter to them? Or um, I'm just asking to someone that has no clue. Right. right. I don't think that, because most of the time they're not in the room. We usually like in a waiting room, mm-hmm. like, and they call you individually in, or maybe like a group of four or five in at a time. Okay. So they don't really see like, before so there's no you secret window, like, oh, hopefully that girl, that not, girl. not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, there might be, <laughs> but no, you know, and, it is intimidating, and that's really the hardest part of the job is getting the job, auditioning, because, mm-hmm. you know, you walk into a room and there are maybe sometimes 10 people just looking at you, taking notes. Sometimes they measure you when you're in there. And, you know, sometimes, like a lot of times, I didn't fit the clothes, you know. Yeah. Um, I have hips, and that was a little challenging, um, just coming up modeling. But, yeah. you know, the audition process is crazy because you don't know what they want like right. you know what they want on paper like we want a 510 with this look mm-hmm. specifically but you don't know if they want it and you and you don't know what they're thinking about you you know so a lot of times i leave auditions i'll be though. in there like nerves i've bombed so many auditions like just but you kept going yeah just because nerves i mean that's really part of modeling like you get rejected all the time you know i might audition 10 times and book no no jobs Audition 20 times and book one job. Audition seven times and book five jobs. Wow. So it's really like modeling is like day to day. Like one week I might work every day. Yeah. Sometimes I might not work for two months. Yeah. You got to be, you got to have somewhat of a thick skin, I would imagine. You have to have Although, a super thick skin. Yeah. Getting told, getting told no often can get to you, especially if that's your passion and you right. feel like what's going on with me. And not just being told no, in particular, just waiting and not knowing. Like yeah. sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, they're you're you know you're in the top picks, so and it's a really good job. Oh, you'll hear from them by then, and then you don't hear, anything, hear anything, and then you're just like, I mean, I've <laughs> cried a couple of times for some jobs that I did not book that I was like this close to booking. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure that comes along with the territory. It does, but it's well, what, part of it. What do you have going on now? So, I mean, I see you with a shirt that says, what is a fashion showdown? Yes, fashion showdown. Is that a part of your brand? It is. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, I, well, like you know from earlier, I did Project Runway. So doing that, it was a competition for designers. And I'm like, I feel like I can do something that, because actually a few years before that, in 2013, I did a modeling boot camp. Okay. So I brought um, like a group of 15 girls and I pretty much gave them all my modeling. Um, 
like tools the and school that i and... went to when i was young i gave them all of that in okay. two day period wow so i did a camp for girls i did that um for one year and i was like you know this is fun helping people out you know mm -hmm. and playing sports you always do community service like you're picking up trash in neighborhoods or feeding the homeless so it was always something that to I, give back. I would give back since our little kids so it was like I need to do something now that I'm grown. It's something that I can do myself. So I did the boot camp. And then a few years went by, and people were like, bring the boot camp back, bring the boot camp back. But I'm like, uh, I want to do something else. I want to mm -hmm. do it for designers now. Okay. So I had this idea to do a design, a fashion designer competition in Houston. Um, we've done two now. So we have like 12 designers. They come and compete for cash and prizes. And the winner nice. gets a trip to New York for Fashion Week. Wow, that's big. Yes, so Fashion I Week did. is like the covenant, if I'm it not mistaken, is, is the like covenant. the biggest thing in modeling, right? Well, or for designers, I should say. For designers, um, yeah, but see, also that kind of changed when the industry changed. Also, Fashion Week is not like exclusive and as big as it used to be, because mm -hmm. um, it, it would just be in one. When I first moved to New York, Fashion Week was in Bryant Park. So they would put a tent up in Bryant Park and everybody would come to that location. But now it's like everybody can do a, a Fashion Week show now. Like, okay. It's the week that the seasons change and everything, they show stuff for the next year. Mm -hmm. But now everybody does a show for Fashion Week. So it's still a big thing in the city, but it's not like exclusive as like it, it used to be. once was. Yes. But, you know, people come from all over the world to show their clothes during Fashion Week. So it's still a big thing if you can get it down there. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially for local talent, you know, people that have good work ethic, good designs mm -hmm. and dreams, but can't afford to show their work in New York. So we do this competition, duke it out, one big runway show. And like I said, the winner gets a trip to New York for Fashion Week. Wow. So if somebody is a designer out there that's watching this now or a family member of someone that's a designer and they're interested in getting their stuff made or getting seen, they can enter your fashion show which there's another one coming in 2020? 2020, we're okay. going to do our third fashion show down Houston. Awesome. Here in Houston. So they can go to the website, thefashionshowdown.com, okay. and get more information about the show, register when we open up the registration process, which will probably be in around January or February. Okay. So the beginning of next year, Q1. Yes. Awesome. So it's in the summertime. Mm -hmm. You're doing it in Houston. Again. And Perfect. also, I'm going to do it in Atlanta also. Oh, so you're doing it in Atlanta as well. Yes. So, so it's going to be two fashion showdowns next year? Two fashion showdowns next year. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. So you're going to have two showdowns. So you're going to, is it 24 contestants, 12 in well, Houston, 12 in I Atlanta? Really don't, we, We're still ironing out the kinks? We have okay. you know, started the audition process or picked the Perfect. designers yet. Gotcha. But the goal is to have 24 designers. And yes. those designers that win that competition have the opportunity to Come go to, to New York, York and be a part of Fashion, fashion Week. Fashion Week, yes. Wow. That's awesome. Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, wow. Well, that's good. I mean, using the things that you've learned, obviously, mm -hmm. in the industry, a, something that you have a passion for and develop a passion for, but also passing that on to the next generation and using your influence to help them in the industry that's, you know, giving you so much. Yes. And that's I, awesome. I have so much knowledge about the industry, but it's like all crunched into my head you yeah. know i've been doing it for so long so like things now like they i don't know i i'm not that humble i guess but it's just like nothing really 
makes me feel like super excited anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah I did that. Yeah. When other people talk about it, then I'm like, oh, I can't believe I actually did that. I know. That's a long way. A lot of people are struggling just to accomplish a tenth of what you have. I've been like extremely blessed and my mom has really helped that out. Just knowing people yep. and putting me in the places that I needed to be to get there. But you know, it's crazy when I think about it, that's think amazing. back on it. Yeah, I'm like, that's wow, amazing. I can't believe, like, I'm flipping through a magazine, and I, that's me. That is you. <laughs> well, I've seen you on commercials, and, you know, I think that you have an awesome story to be told. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for sharing it. There's so much more to it that we can probably spend a lot more time and kind of go into more detail about all the information that you said that you have about that's particular this particular industry. But if anyone wants to know more, if anyone wants to get to know you a little bit more, where can they find you? I know we have your fashion showdown website yes. that we're going to plug. Uh, what about social? Can people find you there? Yes, I'm on all social media um, platforms. Uh, Shakisha J, that's C-H-E-K-E-S-H-A-J. That's on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Facebook, Shakisha Johnson. I'm on Pinterest, YouTube, <laughs> anywhere. Things. You're everywhere. Yes. Perfect. What's your YouTube? My YouTube is Fashion Showdown. Is the one I'm working on mostly. So we'll Perfect. do everything on Fashion Showdown. Perfect. And if you're uh, watching this on YouTube, please go to the show notes. All that will be in the show notes that you can click and kind of follow Shakisha. Um, again, myself here, uh, Melvin Johnson. I'm at all sites at Processing the Process, or excuse me, Processing the Mail. M E L. The show here is Processing the Process. But uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You have so much, but please, everyone, go out, subscribe to her Fashion Showdown page on YouTube. Please follow her on all social sites and find everything that she's doing. And listen up, if you're in Houston or you're in Atlanta, be on the lookout for the Fashion Showdown that's coming in 2020. Yes. Designers, <laughs> calling all designers. I think you have a great one. And uh, I'm not sure if you've seen, but here at the show, our, my little parting shot, if you will, uh, is always a, um, a two-parter, a two-part, a one question that's a two-parter. Okay. And because we live in a time where things can live on the internet forever, which is a great thing, and I want to put out positive vibes, I want to put out positive energy, and the question I have for you in business, is there any company that you still want to work with as a model? a gig that you want to get, someone within the industry that you want to work with that you haven't because it's just just outside of your reach. Is there anybody that you want to be connected with? That's the first. And the other second half of that is if it's not just about modeling, if it's just selfishly, you just want to meet someone just because you're a fan of theirs, who would that be? So you have one question, but a two-part answer. Ooh, okay. <laughs> the biggest, well... I had a whole list of goals of jobs that I wanted to do before mm -hmm. I stopped modeling. And I've pretty much done and worked with all of those clients. Congratulations. Uh-oh. Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Yes. I want to be um, in the swimsuit issue. I have to do that before I retire. So that is the goal. I'm going to be on Sports Illustrated. Yes. <laughs> Target was another one of my goals, but then I just shot that. You just last booked Target? Week. Yes, I just booked Congratulations. Target. Congratulations. So, so we you can will see you see me in some Target, Target ads, yes. Perfect. We'll look for some Target ads. Uh, well, is there anyone on a personal level that's just selfish, selfishly you want to <laughs> meet? Modeling? See, I wanted to meet Naomi Campbell, but then I met her. <laughs> Perfect. Well... That's good. I so, still haven't met Tyra Banks, though. I do want to meet her. Perfect. So, But if there's really anybody I can meet, it would be Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Yes. Okay. You threw out I, a lot of names. I did. Perfect. <laughs> but it's all good names. I think that's great. 
So we have some really big asks for everyone that's out there listening and watching. One, Sports Illustrated. So if we can campaign around Shakisha, if we're on our social and you see pictures, tag. MJ uh, Day. Yep. Tag, tag, <laughs> tag. Make sure that Sports Illustrated gets on their radar that they know who she is so we can get her in there. And if for any reason, she gave us two people, so Tyra Banks and Michelle Obama. Yes. If that can happen, it'd be amazing. But those are the two individuals that we're shooting for. So let's help make that happen. But Yay. again, thank you so much for being here. I <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me. <laughs> Perfect. All right. You have a good one. Thank you so much. Thank you.